So I want to talk more about Starfield today since I have put in quite a bit of time since coming out with my initial thoughts video. At this point, I have checked out just about everything in the game, so I want to have an in-depth discussion on the different gameplay elements. There's a lot I want to touch on in this video. I want to talk about the space setting and the exploration, the ships and the outposts, the gameplay like combat, and the quests and the narrative to the game as well. I also want to touch on the character building, specifically the perks and the skills. I think I've played enough of this game to give my final thoughts on the gameplay experience. Now I'll admit, story-wise, I'm still in the middle of the main story. I'm finally getting around to pushing through it at the time of recording. I'm still working on some of the faction quest lines, and there's a million other little odds and ends to, you know, do in terms of activities and side quests in this game. And truthfully, I have been enjoying the game. It truly is a Bethesda game experience, and that's something I do enjoy. However, as I play the game more and more, I can't help but feel like that this game is just ultimately feeling old and average. I don't hate the game, and this won't be a negative discussion of the game where I'm just constantly bashing it. I just think the game ultimately falls short of being something so unique that we can say that this is the game of the generation, or that this game will go down in the books as Xbox's greatest game of this console generation. And unfortunately, this game isn't even going to come close to being game of the year. It's probably going to be in the top 10, but I really don't see it being top 3 or top 5, and it's disappointing, but I think it's the right call here if that's what happens. But let me explain why I am thinking this way. Let's take an in-depth look at the Starfield experience. I want to start with the space setting first, because the idea of a Skyrim slash Fallout game in space hyped everyone up, including myself, from the get-go. When you think of space, you think of the endless expanse in the galaxy, and when you think of a space RPG game, you think of endless possibilities for gameplay and experiences. And I do have to give the game credit, they really did follow through with the promise of 1,000 planets within 100 different star systems. There are so many places I still have yet to go visit or check out. However, this open world game ends up feeling like the others. Yes, you can explore planets that look different and have different geological features, you could survey these planets for money and other quests, you will spend quite a bit of time surveying all the geological features, plants, and creatures. Each planet typically has three different geological features to find, and usually six to eight different plants and creatures. Now for the plants and the creatures, you will have to scan 10 of each in order to fully survey that specific plant or animal. Surveying is tolerable and tedious, however it gets to be aggravating when sometimes you will encounter these plants and creatures that are almost super rare to find. Like I did come across a side quest where I had to survey a planet and I remember I spent literal hours on a few different occasions, a couple different game sessions where I had to find three more of this fish creature on this one planet and like I said it took multiple hours multiple game sessions to find them all and I'm just like why is this taking so long this is a waste of time and honestly the whole idea of exploring gets old kind of fast for two reasons one because you will quickly notice the same things the game isn't that fresh when it comes to the randomly generated terrain which it does you know this does happen there's different types of planets there's different biomes and things like that but once you've seen each of the biomes a few times, well, you've seen them all. Nothing really changes from planet to planet, even the outposts, the structures, and the caves, they quickly begin to feel similar. Which did happen in Fallout and Skyrim as well, but again, you would think that maybe in different solar systems there could be something that stands out or is unique from solar system to solar system or from planet to planet. 
This isn't a major detriment to the game, but it is a reason why I have not been much of an explorer since the first couple of hours. It's really not that rewarding, it's actually boring. Now I want to touch quickly on performance of the game. I was originally disappointed after hearing that the game would be capped at 30 FPS on consoles. While I do understand sacrificing looks for better performance, especially in the grand scope of this game and how big it is, I actually personally have had a bug-free experience for the most part. I am shocked that I have hardly encountered any bugs or glitches because I've seen gameplay and I've heard quite a few stories from people having mostly funny, slightly inconvenient things, nothing game-breaking like a few did. My issue was though, however, is that the game would crash a lot, specifically when I was on planets that had cities. When I'm in these cities, the frame rate would always drop, the game would lag. I felt like I had to quick save every couple of minutes because I was worried the game would crash and I'd lose progress. And then there were times where even after I would quick save and they would pop me back up to where I could start running around again, the game would crash then. So the crashing has been a little bit frustrating at times, but I haven't had any game breaking bugs. I can find all the characters I need to find, I can complete all the quests and the activities, so that's most important to me. But yeah, it does kind of suck when you're looking at textures and graphics that are reminiscent of games from 10-15 years ago. So again, it doesn't look like a next-gen experience, that's kind of disappointing. Now the overall idea of being able to go wherever you want, whenever you want, is still a good feeling despite some of my criticism. You know, being the captain of your own ship is nice. You can recruit different people that have different roles to help your ship, your outposts, and do much more. Unfortunately, the game becomes lame again when it comes time to space travel, or travel anywhere and do anything. You are constantly fast traveling. You will fast travel from planet to planet. You will fast travel from solar system to solar system. And you even have to fast travel to get from one side of the map to the other. And you know, some people get mad when you try to compare this game to No Man's Sky, but being able to fly around a planet's surface and manually land is way more fun than watching three or four loading screens in order to get to the place you need to be at for a quest or whatever activity you're trying to do. The interface of the maps could also use an overhaul, and cities could use their own map too, and not just points of interest icons. I mean, literally, the planet side map is just black and blue color. That's it. And I do wish the star map was designed a little bit better too. I do have one suggestion on how to make traveling and charting your destination a little bit more entertaining and a little bit better and just a better experience. Remember the map navigation in Mass Effect? You could also fly a little version of the Normandy around while checking out different planets and systems, and the music also brings back some memories. Let's take a look. These are all things that I could deal with while playing, like, you know, I'm doing a lot of critiquing here, but I've still been able to put 50 plus hours into the game, no problem. But this stuff does become tedious at times, especially in a game that is designed for you to play literally a couple hundred of hours in order to complete everything. I think the only times I've really gotten angry with the traveling setup is doing some quests where you literally have to go somewhere to talk to somebody and then go back to your previous destination and report back to the person that sent you to go talk to that other person. That's not fun. That's when it feels like you're playing Fast Traveling Simulator 2023. Now I gotta give praise where it's due. Shipbuilding is awesome. The designs people are coming up with are insane. It's also cool to see people build ships from Star Wars and other movies and shows. There's a few things that do turn me off from shipbuilding, however. The game doesn't do the best job of teaching you on how to build these ships, and a lot of that is due to some of the other reasons I take issue with. It costs a lot of money to upgrade both the looks and the functionality of your ship, so I find myself adding little by little over time, which is fine, you know, it's stuff's gonna cost money and you have to earn stuff, so I get that. 
but you also have to have certain perks in order to fly the bigger ships and to add to the total number of crew members you could have on your ship. And I'll be touching more on perks in a bit, but yeah, I just think it's a little bit difficult to understand the shipbuilding process. It's mostly a personal preference for me though, because even though that and even outpost building isn't for me, it's awesome to see what people come up with. It's not a bad thing in the game, it's actually a cool thing, it's like its own niche. You could have your own community of people, and I'm seeing this on TikTok and Reddit and everything, where people are building ships and comparing them and making bases and things like that. But like with most of the other gameplay elements, things aren't really explained well. Personally, I don't want to spend half of my play session looking up things on YouTube. But again, credit to where credit's due. Both the shipbuilding and the outpost building are pretty cool elements for those that want to do that, to make the ultimate ship or the ultimate base or their own personal city on a planet that they like. It's just personally not for me. Now to what I love most about Bethesda games, combat and questing. It's so cool to interact with characters and dialogue options again in this way. It's very reminiscent of Skyrim and Fallout of course, and it was reported that over 250,000 lines of dialogue were created for the game. And I believe it, I have not heard anything generic and nothing that's just repetitive lines. And I do appreciate this. Every conversation feels different even if it's just talking to some Joe Blow shop owner on one planet compared to the next. It's always different. Everybody has personality, some people are friendly, some people are cranky, some people are hostile, some people are mad, and some people are desperate begging you for help. The quest variety is also pretty good too. There's just so much to do in this game, and I've only played, like I said, a little bit of the main story to be honest. At the time of me recording this, I am in the thick of it right now. So if I make another video, that's when I can maybe do my thoughts on the main story and maybe do more of the narrative stuff in the game. You know, and I do have to do a couple of the faction quests too. I did complete the UC Vanguard, and I thoroughly enjoyed it. I like games that not only allow me to choose dialogue, but they also allow me the opportunity to make choices that affect the outcome of that quest or the game overall. Even if I don't care enough to spend a lot of time building ships and outposts, I do appreciate taking the time to converse with characters and even ask the extra questions to get a little bit more info on the lore of the game or to hear more about the other characters and, and whatnot, some other details you know, related to this situation or this questline that I'm doing. I also appreciate the little engagements, like when a guy on another ship calls you when you're out in the middle of space and asks about your ship's extended warranty, or when the sweet old lady invites you to dinner on her ship because she's been lonely ever since her husband died. And while these things last just a few moments, it's proof that there was care and effort put forth into the creation of this game. I won't spend too much time on combat because overall it's basic, it's not super in-depth, there's not a million different ways to play, but it's very fun. I love the gunplay. There's a decent amount of weapon variety. I wish there were a few more, like, actual weapons and not just totally the Borderlands style of finding hundreds of different variations of the same gun. I know I am probably nitpicking here, but I think it would be cool to have a few more. I don't really do the melee combat, it's not my style, and despite being, you know, 50 plus hours into the game, I still have not unlocked the stealth perk. More on that in a moment. Enemy variety could be better too. I think. Something this game sorely missed out on is not adding some kind of aliens to fight or interact with. I mean, Fallout 4 had things like super mutants and ghouls, and it's like you can't come up with a few different alien races in a space game. Fighting space pirates and other hostile humans gets old quickly. The creatures on different planets come in all shapes and sizes, but essentially they are bullet sponges just like the humans. And space combat is fun too. In order to really enjoy it though, you'd need a ship that's designed for combat. 
For me specifically, my ship is designed to hold its own in a fight, but it's not the fastest, it's not the most powerful, but I do have a ton of cargo space in order to haul all my shit around in this game. And I know there is some kind of special ability that you get, I believe, in the main story, the main quest of the game, where you, you get supernatural abilities. I don't know much about them, I vaguely looked up stuff just to kind of get an idea, and I am looking forward to completing some more quests and doing some more activities to lead to that stuff, so I know I am technically missing out on a portion of the gameplay, but again, this just goes to show you how much there is in this game, because if you don't touch the main story, you don't get these cool special abilities. Now the final thing I want to touch on is the perks, and this is probably where my biggest complaint stems from. I understand that in RPGs you are given a ton of different ways to make a character. Most people will create their character to be a certain type. You could be a guns blazing kind of guy, usually me. Or you could be, say, a stealth guy who is skillful in assassinating people and is a professional thief. Regardless of that, I think this game's perk system is a little too restrictive. Like, why do I have to manually unlock pickpocketing, lockpicking, stealth, modding for ships and guns? You even have to unlock a perk to gain the ability to use your boost pack in a space game. I would much rather have the Skyrim system, where you level up by using these skills. You want to increase your smithing? You remember you had to create a hundred iron daggers in order to level that up a lot? Now, I do like the little objectives that need to be completed in order to level up the perks, you know, it's basically the same thing. You have to do those activities, essentially, in order to level them up and get better at them. But you need to complete that task, and then you have to wait until your main overall level goes up, and then you can upgrade that perk with the skill point that you get. I remember at certain points in this game where I'd be in my playthrough, and I would stop and just check my level and my playtime, and then look at my perks. And like I said, it's crazy how at 50 hours in, I still have not unlocked the stealth perk. Another time I saw that I was, I think, level 25, and I realized that, hey, I can only do level 1 mods for spacesuits and weapon upgrades. I know this game is, again, designed to take hundreds of hours to complete, but personally, 50 hours in and I am still a low level on basic skill perks? I'm not a big fan of the design of the system. Sure, you could probably critique me if you were to look at my perk trees and, and see what I've unlocked, but I'd also argue that since this game offers so many ways to play, you know, the exploring options, the space combat, the outposting stuff, there's perks for all of that, which is cool, but like, I, I'm gonna spend my first 25 levels or my first 50 hours specifically upgrading my ship stuff, or if I wanna have all the abilities for outpost building and surveying, I have to spend all my points on that for the first, you know, 10 to 20 levels, 10 to 20 hours. And really, it's almost impossible to do that when you really can't afford to prioritize that stuff and hold off on unlocking the boost pack or upgrading your carrying capacity or other basic skills like, you know, lockpicking or pickpocketing. So I know I critique this game quite a bit, but this is just truly how I feel as I continue to pour more hours into the game. I am a fan of the game, don't get me wrong. I don't regret playing it, and I plan on completing this entire game through this one large playthrough of mine. I just think, unfortunately, this game falls short of being something amazing. It, it feels like something we've seen before. It doesn't seem like it's new. I mean, again, I'm all fine with a space Skyrim slash Fallout. But again, can this game stand out and be its own thing and not constantly be compared to Skyrim and Fallout? Well, unfortunately, I don't think it does enough for that. So, in my opinion, Starfield is a solid game and my final rating is 7.5 out of 10. Well, thanks for watching. Let me know your thoughts down below on Starfield. 
please support the channel by liking the video and heck, maybe check out some more videos on the channel and consider subscribing if you like what you see. You can also find my content on podcasting platforms if you'd rather listen than watch. Just Google Analyze This Podcast and you could find me on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, basically any podcasting platform. I'm also on X and TikTok, X at Analyze This underscore YT and TikTok at Analyze This 54 underscore YT. Thanks again and take care.